everyone. My name's Nicole. I'm Brenna. I'm Reed. And this is FitClick. podcast where we talk about fan fiction except this is a very special episode this is our fourth anniversary (laughs) personally i can't really believe it's been four years um it both feels like it totally has when i think about real life and also totally not when i think about this podcast um so that's that's wild that's a little experiment for my brain to be doing but it has actually been four years and we've made a lot of episodes we've read a lot of fic we've accomplished a lot of things um and we're here today to talk about those and celebrate them with you in going into our fifth year of podcasting we are ready to really um buckle down and make improvements and by that i mean if you've listened to any of our previous anniversaries and or year ends we never know what we're doing we have lots of little bits and things and we always are confused about what goes where but not this year This year, we have a Google Doc. (laughs) Please clap. This year, we've made it even worse. No, this year, we've made it better. This year, we've done some research, um, and we distinctly have figured out what's going in the anniversary and what's going in the year in review. Everyone, please clap. We've done it. Amazing. Our focus on this anniversary episode is going to be the last year of FitClick podcast since our last anniversary episode and our year-end minisode, which will come at year-end is going to be about our years as people who exist in fandom spaces, the year in fandom in general, so not just focus on the podcast. So that's how we're making the delineation. And we have a lot of stuff to get through today, so I think we probably just dive into it. Ficklets, are you ready? I don't know if I'm ready. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, that was me being the voice of the Ficklets. I assume they're ready. I'm ready as Brenna. That's what I've always called you, Brenna, the voice of the (laughs) Ficklets. Thank you. (laughs) I'm really honored. Mm -hmm. Uh, Ficklets have been clamoring nonstop ever since the first edition of the Nick Awards uh, debuted. I hear this almost every week. I get messages from Ficklets. When are we having the Nick Awards again? I can't wait for the Nick Awards. I know. I've heard you. Last year, there was a potential for, I believe it was a $500 macaroni grill gift card up for grabs. Nobody Mm -hmm. won it. We actually tied. So this year, I've decided to up the ante to potential for our winner, (laughs) both of your faces, to win a $1,000 macaroni grill gift card. I'm really hoping I win. Um, I've never been to Macaroni Grill, so with $1,000, I could really explore the menu. Macaroni Grill I can go to? I'm sorry, I have to Google this. Do some damage (laughs) at the grill. I don't even know where Macaroni Grill is located. Hold on. I don't know if there's one near me either. I'm not. Hang on. I have to to spend some time on Google Maps. Macaroni Grill, see locations. Okay. There's not one particularly close, but I could make it it happen. Uh, Directions. Oh, God. The closest one to me is an hour away. Why did I choose this? Yeah, the one closest to me is um half an hour. Oh, no. Sorry. That's m- That macaroni grill that was the closest to me is permanently closed. <laughs> no! <laughs> this is really tragic. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> then I'll meet okay. you at the macaroni grill closer to me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
Uh, unfortunately, as with last year's awards, only one person is eligible to win the $1,000 gift card. So if there is a tie, unfortunately, I cannot uh, have any of us redeem that prize. So we'll see. I don't know either how the numbers shake out. Um, I developed <laughs> the awards, but I did a double blind procedure, as in clinical testing. Right. So I'm getting ready. I hope you all are ready. This year, I've actually split it up into two categories. I hope your bank account's ready. Oh, it's been ready. I already okay. have the gift card. I just haven't given it oh, to anyone. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> I called them and they said, 1000 I said, Is yes, this please. the same one from last year, but with $500 <laughs> added on? Yeah, I, I brought it in and had them add more to it. Oh, good. <laughs> They're like, okay. oh, you're going to finally use it. And I was like, no. No, no. <laughs> uh, okay, so the first category. Um, oh, I sorry. Split. Would, you, would you like music? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Can we like intro the goddamn host awards editing read? What are you doing? I, that's what I was just oh my god you're so rude to me should I just reuse last year's because last year's no. was pretty good can we generate a new one in the style of last year's yeah I guess so okay from my co-hosts I'm gonna need some generic cheering and applause noises that I can layer into some music everyone welcome to the 2023 fit click nick host awards I'm your host, Nick, who developed these awards and will be presenting and giving them out. Uh, I have two categories of awards this year. The first are superlative awards, which of us is the most likely to do a particular thing or behave in a certain way. I will have you all kind of guess who wins each one, but I'll warn you, these are pretty easy. And then I have the namesake awards that have their own names. One of them is a return from last year, uh, and three of them are new. So I hope you're so excited. We're going to start with the superlative awards. The first award is for the host who is most likely to be gossiped about by other hosts during recording <laughs> when she leaves the mic, but Reed and I are still on the call and we're waiting for her to get back. Who do you Ooh, think this it is? is? A tough one. <laughs> wow. I really don't know. <laughs> it's Brenna. Congratulations, oh Brenna. Thank you so much. <laughs> I'm so happy for you. So that's a one point on the board for Brenna. She's that okay. much closer to the $1,000 macaroni <laughs> grill gift card. I can't wait. <laughs> okay, the next superlative award is most likely to have the other hosts sigh in near-perfect synchrony and go, God damn it, Nick, in response to something <laughs> they've said. <laughs> Who could it be? Well, I wonder if it's you, Nicole. Oh, you nailed it. It is me. Thank you so much. I worked hard for this one. Okay, our final superlative award. There are three of these. I also would like to say Brent and I are both on the board. Reed, you really need to win here if you want to get on the board for the Macaroni Girl gift card. And this you know is, that I do. Yeah. This award is for the host who is most likely to be apologized to and or bargained with during recording and then have to deal with those apologies and or requests later. Do you have any guesses? I think maybe I might get on the board here, but I'm not sure. You are right. It's editing read. Congratulations. Does that mean editing that... read different than read? I was read. just going to say, like, does that mean that I don't actually have a point on the board, but by the time I go back to listen to edit this, I will have a point on the board? Yeah, you, you don't have a point yet. Okay, okay. I have Schrodinger's point. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so those were our superlative awards. Congratulations to everyone who won. 
Amazing. Next, we're moving on to the awards that have names. So this next award is the Spoiler Horn Award for being most consistent about giving fandom context to their co-hosts ahead of having them read a fic for a fandom they're not in. This one was a close race, but there is a clear winner after my research. I think from this past year, I would guess it would be Reed. I also think it might be me. You're correct. Congratulations, Reed. You are officially on the board and may or may not be in the lead. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so that was the Spoiler Horn Award. The next award is the Golden Gourd Award for above and beyond creative efforts in designing new merch that features gourds. Oh, I this one slam dunk win for Bren. I think I'm the only one who's done that. So. <laughs> Unless. Unless. I'm about to screen. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, have you guys been really busy behind my back? I like screen share present a bunch of new designs <laughs> I've come up with. No, this one's for Brenna. Congratulations. Does that mean that I'm technically currently in the lead for the macaroni girl? You gift are. Card because I think you are. Yeah. And editing read are not quite the same. <laughs> right now at 4.59 p.m., yes. Thank you. <laughs> Ah, okay, the penultimate award is the Spaghetti at the Wall Award. So this is both a lifetime achievement and a 2023 award, but it only counts for one because I'm trying to be fair here. Um, And this is the award for the most attempted and failed transitions between fic segments. I think this has to give Dodie you, Nick. Yeah, ficlets, you might or might not know how many attempts each uh, transition gets. Sometimes it's a one and done, but that's rare. Um... Our blooper reel channel in our personal Discord server is full, and I did a little scroll through, and my goodness, have I said some things that did not make it to air. (laughs) So that one does go to me! Yay! Congrats! Thank you so much. Uh, We do have one last award. If you're keeping track at home, it's currently two points for me, two points for Brenna, one definitive point for Reed, and one potential point for Reed that will exist in the future. So this is our tiebreaker. Mm-hmm. Uh, depending on who wins it, they could walk home with a $1,000 Macaroni Grill gift card. Uh, this is a return award. This is the Unkillable Bone Goose Award. For the second year running, this award is for an exceptional podcast that simply will not stop trucking along. This podcast will take breaks and come back stronger, navigate three distinct and frequently changing schedules in three different locations, wrestle with recording and editing software, maintain a vibrant community, and above all, prioritize having a goddamn good time talking about a thing all of its hosts treasure and love. And this goes to Fansplain. No. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Fansplaining. Congratulations. <laughs> I really thought they only had two hosts. But good for them. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> They're somehow in three different locations. <laughs> maybe when they have guests? Oh, maybe. Yeah, um, yeah. No, this one does go to FitClick Podcast. <laughs> hey. To us for another good year. Congratulations, everyone. That does unfortunately leave it at uh, 2v2v two v maybe 2 uh, and no clear definitive winner. I'm as surprised as you are. So unfortunately, <laughs> I cannot give anyone the $1,000 macaroni grill gift card sitting on my desk right now, but maybe <laughs> next year. Uh, let's make it 1500 Yeah. I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> I don't know how I could physically spend $1,500 at Macaroni Grill. Even like over the course of a year, I simply am not near a Macaroni Grill enough. Invite all the ficlets. Every time I travel, I'm going to have to prioritize going to Macaroni Grill over anything else. 
My I hope you like their like, food. Well, what, so what did you do on vacation, Ben? I'll be like, I went to Macaroni <laughs> Grill three times a day. <laughs> Breakfast, lunch, and dinner, baby. <laughs> Load me up. <laughs> wow. Well, thank you everyone so much for coming to the Nick Host Awards. Um, I had a great time conceptualizing these, and I look forward to coming back with them next year. Thank you so much, Nick. Thank you. We have a lot of episode titles this year, but did you know there are a lot that don't get used? If you've listened to past anniversary episodes, you do know. <laughs> or you're in review. I don't know where we did this before. Don't. Um. <laughs> that's why That's why we're figuring it out this year. I will say we're about to read off some unused titles, but I will say that um, there are some particular bangers that are in the episode descriptions for things like For Your Consideration or a fandom classic where I will put alternate titles because we don't use like fun little pull quotes so you can go check out some bonus ones there as well we have so much good bonus content for the ficklids other podcasts won't treat you like this <laughs> brenna do you want to kick us off with some sure unused episode titles oh this is <laughs> a good you, one Reed. to give to you first yeah you really knew that this one <laughs> speaks to me in in a particular way uh, kicking things off we have everyone hates matt duchene unfind your family us screaming about Wang Xian, parentheses, not ASMR. Sorry to all the lettuce lovers out there. Beef in all directions. Oh, those kind of go together. <laughs> I know how to shoplift. Make like a cranberry and marinate in a bog. Come beast it up with me, King. Brenna Grammy when? So true. So true. They're my little court jesters. Oh, I love this one. All roads lead here, parentheses, kissable lips. And the clown is on the prowl. <laughs> wow, they're all so good. We could give our episodes so many titles. It's probably a good thing that the titles, etc. are left up to me, because I think if they weren't, <laughs> the past four episodes would all be some iteration of Kissable Lips. <laughs> Brenna, I know you would have <laughs> <What>? done that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, probably. Brenna number she's one, Kissable Lips Stand. Yeah. I showed Brenna yeah, some I'm episodes, and she's been pestering me nonstop to watch the rest. That's not true, but I did say that if our other friend who was with us hadn't wanted to stop watching, I would have watched the rest. Um, I'm not going to on my own, but... Maybe in Seattle. <laughs> At the panel. Screw the panel. I just played, <laughs> like, three Kissable Lips episodes. <laughs> <sighs> with so many memorable quotes over the past year of podcasting... Um, Come many memorable episodes and moments. We assume. We don't know. That's why we asked you all. Um, we opened up a anniversary feedback form uh, just to ask about, like, your experience with FitClick, the community, any highlights, particular moments, etc. Um, and we're going to go through some of the stuff that was sent in to us. We asked Ficklets uh, a few questions in a form, and whoever wanted to respond could. We asked uh, for a, a name and pronoun so we could identify them in this discussion. Uh, and dox them potentially. We asked, is there anything you'd like to share about your experience with FitClick or the FitClick community from this past year? Have there been any highlights or moments from particular episodes that have stuck out to you or that you'd like to shout out? Are there things you'd like to see from FitClick in the future? And then a catch-all anything else they'd like to say. One thing I wanted to shout out from uh, Evergreen FitClick Stifled Laughter 
Uh, I guess not to imply that other ficlets decay over time, but we we love stifled laughter. She's been around well, I think for you're a while. Actually, just being Im- implying that other ficlets are deciduous. Oh, <laughs> so true. I don't even know what that means. I mean, I know what, what it means yeah, literally, but in the context oh. of a ficlet, <laughs> hmm. I guess it like means that some are always here and some come and go. Oh, okay, that's kind of beautiful. Anyway, I wanted to shout out the fact that she shouted out pastiche. Thank you so much, Stifled Laughter. This has been a constant challenge hurdle for me to kind of overcome over the course of the last four years. But the fact that she expressed, uh, she said, I continue to enjoy how you all discuss fake, especially when through a literary view and when English class language, in quotes, is used. Pastiche. Exactly. Um, I haven't done literary analysis since high school due to my career path, so it's a little like attending class again, except with the fake click hosts as the coolest professors. Wow. I love that. I think one thing I really love about doing this show is that we do get to delve into our own sort of similar academic backgrounds and the different academic interests and how they intersect with fan fiction. We've always wanted to be a show that takes fic seriously as an art form and as a discrete art form from other kinds of writing or other kinds of fan works. Um, we've brought in some other things. We definitely stretch the definition of fic, but I find it very joyful to be able to take a serious analytical approach to something that was built usually out of somebody just having a lot of fun. So I just appreciate that being shouted out. And my long suffering journey with pastiche is not over. <laughs> I can promise you this, Ficklets. I really enjoyed that we got an Anon response that shouted out our individual host corners that we come back to. Um, This is such a fun part of the pod for me. And I like that it's something that sort of defines the three of us as well. Um, Sometimes I'll pick up a podcast, and especially because I don't have faces to put to the the voices usually, it takes me a little bit of time to learn the discrete personalities. Um, So I enjoy that this is something that people have been able to latch onto as listeners. And then, of course, a huge shout out uh, for the art that Avery made us last year depicting said host corners. Um, But yeah, I just, I love that little shout out. It made me really happy. I have the art of our host corners hanging above me right now. I finally was doing a little bit of decorating in my room, and so next to my desk I put my sound panels so that hopefully my recording audio sounds a little bit better than it has. Um, And then just above the sound panels are the three um, host corners. I actually had um, my cousin came to stay with me recently, um, and she used to be in radio for like a decade or so. So we've talked a little bit, like she saw the mic and stuff, we were talking a little bit about like podcast versus radio. And she was staying in my room and I like came in at some point and she pointed at the art and she was like, are these like references from your show? Like, are these like little things, like individual things you talk about? And I was like, yes. So that is very fun. Yours is like cool though. Mine has a Glee cheerleading uniform in it, (laughs) among (laughs) other things. (laughs) I mean, mine has like Pokemon self-insert art that I commissioned (laughs) that then Avery drew. So it's like a drawing of a drawing. I don't... I mean, the good. drawing itself is very cool, but I, like, I don't know if that counts as cool. <laughs> mine has like super hoolock. <laughs> oh no, you're so right. Never mind. Mine is really cool. <laughs> Something I wanted to shout out that like just made me feel fond. Um, kind of combining two of the responses. Stifled Laughter had mentioned one of the episodes and said, "I distinctly remember doing the dishes while listening to, uh, I think, the Gordon Ramsay and Allison Argent road trip." inspired <laughs> frantic fanfic uh and said while listening to that part i had to pause with soapy hands and grip the plate while trying to keep it together from laughing so hard which like that image just made me 
very fond. I, especially as I've gotten more into listening to audiobooks, if I'm doing something like playing a particular mobile game or something, if I come back to that same level or if I'm like drawing something or whatever, I can immediately recall like what point of an audiobook I was listening to. And so I love the kind of like sense memory, which also um, A had said that even just listening to y'all's episodes feels very warm and familiar, which is such a lovely way to be described. <laughs> um, it's so nice. And those two things just kind of feel tied in my brain of like, I love the idea of us accompanying people on their day and like bringing some joy and laughter and comfort in whatever form we are doing. So just make me feel very happy. I'm sure we'll have more to say on this particular topic a little bit later. I can think of a, a place in the episode for it. But um, I think for me, one really interesting thing is that this podcast very much lives in my head in the moment that we record. So like mm -hmm. the podcast happens like now when we're sitting here on Zoom chatting, uh, saying our nonsense, a lot of which gets cut out. Thank you, Editing Read, before it hits Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever people are listening. Um, and so to me, this podcast is a thing that happens like inside of my apartment and sometimes on Zoom. And knowing that people listening, so like you right now, hi, I'm breaking the fourth wall. How are you doing? I see you. No, I don't. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm in your walls. <laughs> um, no, I'm not. But wherever you're listening right now, like you're bringing this podcast out into the world in a way that is very special. And I think was something that I had never really considered would like hit me emotionally when we first started, partly because we were like, no one's going to listen to this. Um, and partly because it just wasn't a thing I really thought about that people would be taking us with them through their day to day life, which is so touching and lovely. We got an Anon response mentioning that they would love to see more diversity in the fandoms that we talk about, and also would love to see us on social media a little bit more. Um, to the first point, we definitely do attempt diversity, but we know that there are barriers to this for us. Um, some of that is just about what we are reading ourselves and like where we are going to look for fan fiction to bring to the pod. There are definitely fandoms that I don't think any of us really like engage with. And at least speaking for myself, like I don't then think to like go look for fic for them, um, especially when it's a fandom that just feels like it has a higher barrier to entry in terms of like knowledge or anything like that. Um, and yeah, if you're not into like K-pop, it might seem like we do a lot of K-pop. To us, those feel like different groups and therefore different fandoms, <laughs> but maybe they don't to you. And that's really valid. Like, I genuinely get that. I don't want it to sound like I'm being sarcastic here. Um, so I think we will endeavor again in the coming year to continue to try and be as diverse as we can, both with fandoms and the like types of fanfic and other fan works that we're bringing to the pod it's always a goal of ours so thanks for mentioning that and pushing us to do even better in that regard i'm also curious um from this and honor from anyone else like what fandoms because they said specifically like fandoms i might be more interested in reading after listening to your deep dives or things like i'm curious what kind of fandoms people would be interested to see from us um as bren said i think there are some fandoms we're just like less inclined to because we're not in them or the high barrier of entry, but like, obviously also in this pod, we've done a ton of fix for fandoms that we're not familiar with. So yeah, I, I'd be curious to know if like, people want more, I don't know, like book fandoms or anime fandoms or whatever it is. Um, I will say if it's like a super popular fandom of the moment, and we're not talking about it, again, it's probably just because we're like, not in that space. But that's not to say we'll never talk about it. Yeah. And sometimes it also like, 
there's a delay between what's getting popular right now in fandom spaces and like us talking about something um both because there's a genuine delay in terms of like how our recording schedule goes like we have to find a fic like multiple weeks in advance of you ever hearing the episode so it's unlikely that there will ever be like a really quick turnaround for something that's just come on to like the fandom scene um and then sometimes it's like we want to talk about something but we just haven't found that one fic that we want to bring even if we've read good things for a fandom oftentimes we're looking to be able to discuss some element of it that we might not have found exactly what we want to bring for a particular podcast discussion versus like just what we're reading for fun Mm mm-hmm yeah, plus it's, I think it's also a numbers game to some degree. We're always looking to bring fix that we genuinely enjoyed <laughs> and that we have things to say about. Uh, and those don't always line up or map exactly onto like everything that we're reading. So if I'm like out in an unfamiliar fandom looking for a fic, I'm going to read 510 fix maybe, or at least open 510 fix and see what's up. But then if I'm naturally reading, for example, 500 fix for the untamed, which I mainlined more on that in the end of year <laughs> <laughs> mini-sode, um, then I'm a lot more likely to have a lot of things kind of marked for later that I'm saying, okay, this would be really great to bring to the podcast that I'm stumbling upon organically. So yeah, I think I, I also agree, though. I think some of it is around intentionality. Um, if we are running a little behind or we don't have a ton of time to find a pick, it's almost always going to come out of a fandom that we've been reading for rather than something that we've made the time to go out and find. There's a lot to think about. I also have a lot of thoughts around like, diversity in fandoms and in fics and in characters across different identities and how to find certain things and where the fic is being written and by whom, et cetera, et cetera. Um, that's probably a topic for a future mini-sode or an episode or something, but there's a lot to navigate. And I also always appreciate folks keeping us honest and <laughs> being like, you have, you're just doing the same stuff. And it's like sometimes a little bit, we are maybe doing the same things because <laughs> we have a lot of hype around them uh, in our own hearts and in our sort of very small portion of the audience that we're interacting with on a regular basis in the Discord, on Twitter, or via email, whatever. I guess also just briefly to that point, um, A had also said that they would love to see fix and discussions around like asexuality, um, mm. which like, yes, absolutely. I would also love to talk about asexuality in the pod, and it's nice to have that sort of in the forefront of our brain of things that you also want to listen to. Um, and so like, yeah, I'll go make a more intentional effort to seek ace fix to bring to the pod whether or not we have that as a theme or whatever um yeah avery also asked uh when will we plan a fit click retreat i would just mm-hmm. like to say when someone wants to sponsor it um march of 2025 sure in the hampton oh okay i don't have anything going on then <laughs> me neither let's do it um i don't have any I, I like planning things very much i don't have any money is the problem uh-huh so if someone wants to remedy that we can absolutely get a fit click. Well, by then, fit click will be massively profitable. Mm-hmm. Okay, we say this every year. No, <laughs> and then we make twenty dollars every year. <laughs> Ficklets, I hope you know that if there is a Ficklet retreat, though, that like um, we will be doing. I think Bren, you said in the service something like a mashup of Survivor. Um, mm-hmm. We'll have a lot of baking. A lot of Ficklets have offered to like cook or bake things, which I think will be really mm-hmm, lovely. Mm-hmm. So but kind. there will also be trials and tribulations and a mediocre so ball sweet. pit. And we're like, it's cursed. You have to fight for your life. Yeah, I was thinking there will be aspects of both Survivor and Taskmaster. Oh, um, that's good. I love watching people suffer so I can <laughs> laugh. <laughs> This actually isn't particularly true about me. I love watching people do silly little things so I can laugh. (laughs) 
there's one other um, piece of feedback that we got that I really want to shout out. But Brenna also said she had something that she wanted to shout out. And I'm curious if they're the same because I feel like it might be. It might be. Reed, do you want to go ahead? Sure. I just wanted to say that I think, I don't want to say the most meaningful, but like something that really hit closest to home for me and felt truest was Mm -hmm. um, Avery saying, I loved the discussions of what positions the host would be in a K-pop group, especially Uh. Nick claiming the Maknae role so firmly with Reed as the main rapper and Brenna as the leader. You're also correct for this. Avery, thank you for seeing us and recognizing us for who we are. Um, I feel like that's really important. And I do love how much Nick embodies the Maknae role. So thank you. I do feel like I personally um, am getting ready to sort of perform a wellness check. Um, <laughs> I'm just, I'm a little confused. Uh, and I can't imagine Avery would ever say this in earnest. So I just, I hope they're all right and not being held against their will. You know Didn't that you meme that was like going two around? two days ago or something? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they seemed fine. Um, but there was like a meme a long time ago that goes around every once in a while now that's like, what would you say if you'd been kidnapped on social media so your followers would know? And this to me seems like something Avery might say if they'd been kidnapped no, to alert this us is like that something you wrong. would say if you'd been kidnapped. <laughs> Avery is just speaking their truth yeah. and I really appreciate them for it. I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm open to read as main rapper, but that's the only one that I really... We have one piece of joy and you take it away from us (laughs) by trying to pretend that you're older. Well, it's not. I'm going to leak your birth certificate. (laughs) Good luck. Because we have the driver's license, which is so much easier to acquire. We have this ongoing joke. It wouldn't be that hard. That I'm the youngest. And it started when we started the podcast. Oh my God. And I've been trying to come clean for months now. And they just won't let it go. So I just want to tell the ficklets now, for the record, I wasn't born in 1997 or 1993. I'll admit that one was a joke. I was born in 1995. I'm the second oldest by about two weeks. What's our next segment? I hate you. (laughs) I'm going to quit this podcast because you keep lying. Nick is really just trying to embody that um, Nick award of most likely to make two co-hosts sigh in disappointment in unison. It's not that I'm making you do it. It's that you're so mean to me. Okay. You know what? Maybe it is time to move on. Sure. Okay. You know who's really nice to all of us, though? (laughs) The Ficklets. In the last four years of FicClick, we have received some amazing gifts from the Ficklets. In particular, over the last couple years, these have circled around the previous anniversaries of our pod. Um, And we hadn't really taken the time to sort of properly on air give them the recognition and shout outs that they've deserved. Um, So we wanted to take a little section here to do so. There are more than we're probably going to be able to mention on air right now. Um, So please just know that if you've ever contributed to one of the gifts that have been gifted to us, we have appreciated it so, so much, um, even if life or other things prevented us from recognizing you in the moment. So the first thing that I do want to shout out is from two years ago. It is a work of fan fiction that is genuinely incredible. Ficklets, I do want to let you all know, this has eight kudos. Can we show this some love? Is it one of the most niche things to ever exist on archive of our own potentially <laughs> i almost said fanfic.net <laughs> um, it could have a good audience there i don't know 
Uh, this is a story that was taken or written based off of one of our past intros. So what we have done on occasion, we haven't done this in a while, maybe we'll bring it back at some point, uh, is we create a fic in round robin style using the AO3 posting page. So we'll come up with, okay, this is the rating. These are the archive warnings. These are the categories. This is the phantom, relationships, characters, additional tags, summary, author's notes, lots of really goofy stuff. We have fun bouncing off of each other. It tends to be kind of topical to either what a host has been watching or listening to or something going around the internet. And a couple of years ago, that thing was the Cordelia movie poster. People were really into it. Go look this up if you're not familiar. It has been a while. I had to refresh my own memory a little bit as well. Um, the fic that we had generated as a concept involved a man slash woman from the Cordelia movie poster and original female character slash wallpaper. Uh, it included the character's anthropomorphized wallpaper, Steve Rogers, Styles Stalinsky, the main characters as well of this story. Additional tags, huddling for warmth, arson, curtain fic, making s'mores, pregnancy. Uh, this is a ficlic second anniversary appreciation gift, and there also is a pod fic available. So not only did Avery Tree and Stifled Laughter, ficlets of legend, uh, write this incredible story together, they also pod fic'd it. And it's an absolute joy. It's called Anyway, Here's Animate Wonderwall. Um... That was our title, I think. I'm so sorry that they had to put their names on this nonsense. <laughs> I think that was the mine. The story no. they crafted is amazing. I mean, it was kind of good. <laughs> <laughs> but they wrote out an entire story. It makes sense. It's totally earnest. It's funny. And I cannot believe that it actually is a coherent narrative. I enjoyed it deeply. It's a testament to their skill. Highly recommend giving it a read or listening to the pod fake. It's under an hour. Uh, but this was something that really came so far out of left field. This was the first year that they did anniversary gifts. We were not expecting literally anything. We could not have been more uh, clownish <laughs> in terms of trying to understand what the hell was going on as these gifts were starting to come in. <laughs> I was in a car dealership almost crying. Like, <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> uh, I was not buying a car, I wish. Um, but I was in the lobby. Oh... Yeah, and it's just really beautiful. Um, they also talked a little bit about their process in the author's notes, um, as well as uh, some notes that apparently we had suggested. I'd, oh, these were our author's notes that we suggested. They also included a trigger warning for arson, uh, <laughs> but they had to make it general audiences, so it's mostly off screen. <laughs> Naturally. Yeah. Um, yeah, so this is, this is one of my personal favorite gifts that has been created for us. I just think it's such an incredible embodiment of the fit click spirit of doing a bit, creating a whack thing, but then like genuinely putting your heart into it and making something cool that you're proud of. Yeah, I do want to quickly say that um, that gift, in addition to several others, not all of them, but several, you can find if you go to fit clicks um, AO3 page and you go to gifts, um, you'll be able to find many of the things that we mention here. Yes, I also wanted to shout out a fic that was written for us based on one of our wackier concepts. This fic concept came from a little game we were playing where we were pitching fic concepts for things that don't exist, but they could exist in one of our bookmarks. This was pitched as something that I would bookmark, so in that regard, I do feel like it was sort of an extra special gift for me. Um, this is a fic called Winter's Breath Has Come to Carry You by Stifled Laughter. This is a fic with the pairing James Kirk and Lanjan, or Longwanji. Um, so this is a crossover between Star Trek and The Untamed. Naturally. Um, this does have the classic 
additional tag crack treated seriously. And this is it if I've ever seen it. Um, I just reread <laughs> it today as like a little refresher because this was from last year and I hadn't reread it since then. Um, it's an amazing fic. Like, I remember that, but I feel like also at the beginning, I was just kind of blown away that this has even been written and this concept had been, like, taken seriously at all. So I feel like upon revisiting, I was able to even more appreciate the craftsmanship of this. Um, I feel like people probably came across this and read this because of the fact that it was mentioned in the server and you might have come across it as, like, a fan of FitClick or if you sort of see our posts. Um, but honestly, like, this would just, I think, really appeal to anyone who's a fan of both Star Trek and The Untamed. Like, it's such a good character study of both Kirk and Long Wanji and, like... I don't know. I was really moved by it again today. Um, the writing is just excellent. I really love how the characters develop and like it's a lot about their grief um, and like Kirk's struggles having been removed from Starfleet for the duration of this fic. Um, I don't know. The ending is really like warm but melancholy and a little bit bittersweet. I don't want to like give too much away because honestly like it's a really beautiful fic and if you haven't read it I really think you should. Um, yeah, I don't know. My heart was just like really warmed by it again today, both in the fact that it was something prompted by our silliness, um, but also just like the people who are listening to our silliness are creating really incredible works of fan fiction and other sorts of fan works. Um, and when we started FicClick, I definitely was like motivated by the concept of forming a community of like-minded fan fanfic and fan work enjoyers but i never really expected to be prompting fan works on its own that's something i never foresaw so i don't know that's just like is something that's extra cool and special to me also i realized i hadn't bookmarked it i'm so sorry it is officially in my bookmarks now <laughs> perfect um because you were right i would As bookmark this 100 percent yeah. <laughs> yeah i want to circle back to when nick said that um in in our second anniversary, we could not have been more clownish um, in not anticipating what was coming. For me, one of the things that really highlights that is when Ficklets dropped spoilers without context. And we've talked about this a little bit before in the pod, but the three of us in our like text or house, like our personal server, whatever, <laughs> we were like, oh my god, haha, isn't it so fun that the Ficklets are doing spoilers without context? No part of our brains were like, they are spoilers without context for a reason because they've made... A fan-made episode, um, which in fact the Ficklets had. And they have made many fan-made episodes in the years since, uh, and it is impossible to go into all of them, um, although they are all delightful. So I just wanted to give a shout out to something not actually made for our anniversary, but made during our sort of summer break hiatus, uh, when we had been off air for a little bit and the Ficklets um, once again just bowled us over with surprise coming out with fan-made episodes and one of them was the dark ritual portion of the evening um and the reason i'm shouting this one out is because i feel like for me it really encapsulates um if i was like larping as a ficklet this feels like the best most rounded experience of it <laughs> um because i i started listening um and as i was listening i was taking notes because that's what i do and I got through, well, first of all, okay, not only did they have spoilers without context, they had intros where they did a silly little bit, um, which we love. Um, there are transitions. This is not just about this episode, like many of the fan-made episodes have done this, but um, 
I was getting the full Fit Click experience, right? I was getting a whack intro, whack transitions. Um, I got through two of the discussions. And then the third fic that they were going to talk about was one that was in my marked for later and has a twist ending. And so I was given the classic warning. If you want to read this fic before you get spoiled by our discussion, you should go do so. Like stop the episode right now. And I did. I stopped the episode and then life happened. So it took me a couple of weeks, but I did go read that fic before the discussion and then came back for the rest of the episode. And that was just very fun for me to have the experience of like, again, if I'm LARPing my most well-rounded ficlet experience, I I can't say that any of the fics were fandoms I was unfamiliar with. Certainly I have more familiarity with some of them than others, um, but I had the experience of like kind of going into a discussion without really knowing the fic. And I distinctly remember when I got to the part of the episode where they said the line that was the title, I did a delighted little wiggle. I was like, aha, that's where the title comes from. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean... I just like all of the fan-made episodes are so fun. The fact that they even exist, I think, I know we kind of keep saying the same thing, but it's like, wow, like what a, truly like what a gift um, for people to care enough about the thing you do to not only enjoy and participate in it, but to like make their own transformative version of it. That is what we are about here on this pod always is transformative works and being in fandom in community. And I will say, uh, kind of in reference to what we were talking about earlier with trying to have more diversity of fandoms, but not always, like, we are not always in a fandom, so we're not going to maybe be talking about it as much as maybe you would like us to. There are plenty of fandoms that are discussed in the fan-made episodes um, that might be to your enjoyment. Like, I was thinking about how Our Flag Means Death is coming out with season two. That's not a fandom that any of us are in. Um, I brought one singular Our Flag Means Death fic to the pod and it was an Annihilation AU. But if you want, like, a really good discussion of a canon Our Flag Means Death fic, you can find that in the fan-made episode comedy plus truth equals pain so if we as a podcast are not giving you what you want uh in terms of representation of a fandom you might be able to find it here also i know we said we weren't going to shout out everything but so much work goes into these there are five of these fan-made episodes so far and i just wanted to give a quick shout out to everyone who's worked on them um these are just by ao3 handle so Sometimes that doesn't immediately correlate to what someone goes by in Discord or something else, but that's what I have in front of me right now. Um, so I just want to give a shout out to those people. So we have Author Abs, Carbon Copies, Fuzzy Eldritch Horror, Minipods, Stifled Laughter, The Archer, Avery Tree, Color Explosion, Monster Bookworm, and Resin. So thank you all so much over these past multiple years for your thoughtful and lovely gifts to us, but also to all of the Fit Click community. These are amazing episodes, and we've been so thankful for them. Yeah, and speaking of um, <laughs> anniversary audio gifts, this is not about uh, the podcast anniversary, but on the anniversary of episode 37, I'm out of my gourd. Friend of the pod, Cassie, who you can hear on Reed's birthday episode this last year as our guest, thank you for joining us, um, created what is referred to as the gourd lore compendium. I just referred to it that way. Uh, it is, it's the gourd compilation. So Cassie went through every single episode we had done up to the anniversary of episode 37 and pulled every single instance in audio of one of us saying the word gourd, referring to a gourd, being out of our gourds, having our gourds blown into smithereens in outer space because we had so many feelings, having our gourds stolen by thieves, smashing them on the ground, launching them out of cannons. Oh, the gourd info is all there. There are also gourd stats. <laughs> it's genuinely incredible. Um, 
I don't even know what to say about it. It makes me so happy. It's just absurd that it happened. <laughs> Thank you so much to Cassie for all of this effort. There was a period while, uh, I think it was right after this came out, if I couldn't remember an episode, like when something happened, I would just ask Cassie. Because <laughs> <laughs> this kind of a project would give a person a lot of knowledge uh, about a podcast. <laughs> So thank you to Cassie for spending so much time with us and with our voices and with our gourd metaphors and hyperbole. I was trying to do something with like hyperbomelon or something, but it wasn't really working. And the gourd's not mm. really a melon either. Uh, I was trying. Yeah. I gave up though. I bailed <laughs> out. <laughs> Melons are summer gourd. Thank you. We're back, baby. Hyperbomelon. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> another gift that we wanted to give a quick shout out to uh, was the voicemails that we got in year two. Um, these were little recordings that FitClits put together about their experiences with FitClick and the FitClick community. Um, they made me cry. Mm-hmm. That's what I, I also have to cried. say. I, yeah, about me it. three. Um, I mean, it was like in a really lovely way. Obviously, they weren't like bullying me, although that would be a very FitClit thing to do um if you want to believe me this year you're welcome too but <laughs> they're really have to sweet wait for the anniversary <laughs> no you can believe me anytime um <laughs> they're really sweet and lovely and i think really touched us deeply it's definitely something i still think about quite often yeah this is the piece i was talking about when i was saying like thinking about the ways in which the podcast has gone out into the world a lot of people mentioned listening at work or listening at home or listening on their commutes and where that was happening or what they were doing and it just made what we are doing feel so alive and real which i think as a person who creates stuff is one of the greatest feelings that you can have from the people who take in the things that you are creating um fandom operates so often on a gift economy it's not perfect but in this case very much the gift is knowing that people are listening and appreciating what we're doing and caring about it that is more than i think any of us could have thought to ask for when we started again we can't shout out everything as much as i wish that we could but just a couple other things to highlight um in episode 33, uh, we talked about the fic Weight of Heaven by Horium, which is a 17 RPF fic. And then last year, I believe, Horium, in response on Dream With, did the most delightful little thing where they listened to our discussion and then recorded like audio, um, sort of their response and thoughts about our discussion. And then while I was listening to that, I took notes so that I could comment back. I am realizing now as I'm saying this, I don't actually think I ever commented back. So maybe I will do that (laughs) post-recording. But it was, again, just like such a lovely thing to be in conversation. Also, we are very rarely, not never, but we are very rarely in discussion with the authors of the fix that we talk about. Sometimes authors have reached out to us uh, via Discord or via Twitter DMs, and that's always been very cool and fun. Sometimes it's just like a, hey, thank you so much. This is cool that you talked about my fic. But sometimes it is in direct response to things we have talked about in the episode. And it is always really lovely um, to hear back from an author, to hear what like they thought about our thoughts, and to, again, just have that feeling of fandom and community and discussion. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's like, Obviously, as we say a million times, um, and we deeply mean, like, we always want to, like, bring fix that we're excited about and be talking about things with, like, love and care. And it's always really nice to know when it is received that way. Like, to hear an author's enthusiasm about our discussion um, is particularly heartwarming, I think. Yeah, and I think a major ethos we have is, like, because we all 
are coming from inside fandom. Uh, so the call is coming from inside the house. That's not the connotation I want here necessarily. <laughs> <laughs> but that we're trying to make stuff with people in fandom as opposed to like at or about. Like we're not journalists. We're not going, ooh, fan fiction. This stuff is crazy. <laughs> so it's nice when we're able to kind of go back and forth with some folks and feel like it very much is a community piece and it's not just us scavenging like little raccoons, which we sometimes are. Uh, and presenting things to people with no uh, with no sense of like being part of the community that created it in the first place. Well, that's enough of that. Let's talk about kissable lips. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, you're so right. I'm sorry. Nick, we can't we <laughs> can't so move sorry. on. There's one more very important thing to shout out. Um <laughs> No, you're so right. And I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if Brenna's willing to indulge. She's ready. <laughs> Um, I can tell. One year for our anniversary, we did also get a gift that someone had made, Ficklick Mad Libs, um, where you put in sort of like fandoms, uh, and it was just like a little auto-generated, like, here's the fic I'm talking about, um, from the three different hosts with like very funny and whack combinations of pairings and weird little buzzwords, etc. And one of the pieces of the Mad Lib was host one, host two, host three. For nearly every ficlet who submitted a Mad Lib, they put some variation of Nick Brenna Reed, and we were just in different configurations. One person, however, Carbon Copies, I believe. Um, <laughs> a legend. An absolute legend. chose. They were so funny for this. Chose to take this a step further. Um, and the three hosts were Venom, Ryan Bergara, and Unnamed Ticket to Ride Passenger. Um, and so we, in response to the ficlets, decided to record some of the Mad Libs, I think a literal calendar year later, um, mm -hmm. or at least that's when I put them into this. I think this we recorded them sooner, but they got edited so much later. You know, and that's how <laughs> life goes. Anyway, yeah. um, while we were recording that particular Mad Lib, Brenna was Venom, and it is one of the hardest I've ever laughed in my entire life, <laughs> like, stomach in pain, tears streaming down my face, uh, Brenna Grammy, Brenna BAFTA, <laughs> Brenna Golden Globe, <laughs> Brenna, BAFTA. Wow. Brenna Tony, Brenna Tony, um, yeah, uh, Brenna every single award I can possibly think of for her Venom voice. Um, if you want to hear that, you can find that somewhere in the Discord. I don't know where. Good luck. Um, but I was hoping <laughs> perhaps here in our fourth anniversary episode we could get. A Brenna Venom cameo reprise. I I can certainly try. I need something to like say or read. Um, I also don't remember what I did. <laughs> um, and I still have no knowledge of Venom. In the time that has passed, I have not witnessed Venom. <laughs> Yeah, for, for Ficklets who might not know, Brenna did invent this voice. It's not technically a replica of Venom. No. Because she doesn't know what Venom sounds like. It's what like. I think Venom would it's sound like. It's now what I also think Venom sounds like. I think I went on YouTube and I found like a clip of Venom talking and I held it up to my microphone for you to hear, which is like the only frame of reference you got. Mm -hmm. Maybe if like Venom and I were in a symbiote relationship or whatever instead of Tom Hardy. <laughs> This is what Venom would sound like? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> also, please don't write that fic. I actually don't want that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, they can write it. Just don't show it to us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Blo block me before you post. <laughs> <laughs> like people do with idols. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, Brenna, do you maybe want to read like the fit click description for like the podcast on Spotify or something? Oh, yeah, yeah, I can do that. Let me get there really quick. We're three friends. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> How hard. No, that was so good. I'm not right. a professional voice actor. <laughs> you should be. This is incredible. <sighs> We're three friends who love fan fiction. <laughs> <laughs> Each episode, Nicole, Brenna, and Reed chat about their favorite fix, fandom, and do a whole lot of yelling along the way. Oh, wow. That oh, good? So good. Oh, I'm in tears. I feel like Venom sort of became a pirate in that one. <laughs> yeah, um, no, I think that's a good one. Venom has a new, a new career. <laughs> yeah, in the, t- in the time since we last saw him, <laughs> I mean, did he have a career though? I feel like he was jobless. Um, I don't. I really don't know. Oh, My Venom know. lore is sorely lacking. Yeah, Nick, you were really hoping that someone might cry on this episode, and you did get your wish. <laughs> I know. I am also in tears. Oh my god! Wow! Wow! Thank you so much, Carbon Copies, for the gift that has kept giving. <laughs> And so I believe Fickla M for um, creating the Mad Libs in the first place. Okay, Nick, now we can talk about kissable lips. Okay, yeah, thank you so much. Enterprising ficlets will know that in the last couple of years, we have done ficlick superlatives for the year. Uh, sometimes those go to episodes, sometimes those go to particular fics or discussions. I don't know how we interpreted these, <laughs> um, but we will go step by step. We have five superlatives to award. So each of us will share the answers that we came to. And if there needs any explanation, I guess we can give that. At least a couple of mine will require some explanation. Uh, to say kind of why I pitched them for that. But the first one, everyone is so excited for this. We've all been waiting for it, is the Kissable Lips fic discussion, maybe episode, I don't know what y'all did, of the last year of fic click. Uh, we also referred to that as our most hypnotizing, because in Kissable Lips, he has hypnotizing vampire or CGI eyes that are stunning. So um, I can share my selection for this. Yeah. Um, I chose a fic and a fic discussion. Um, I chose it from my birthday episode, episode 68. And the fic I picked was Hunters Seeking Solid Ground by Attila for The Untamed. Not only was this hypnotizing in the sense that I felt very drawn into the story and the hurt comfort aspect gave me a lot of feelings, um, but I, I didn't know I would be hypnotized by MDZS and The Untamed. However, in the last like two months maybe even less. I have fallen into a headfirst spiral so intense that I don't know when I'll crawl out. I have seen- I watched the entire show in like less than two weeks. It's 50 episodes. I- what? Hello? I told my friend that and she asked if I was okay. And I said, well, I am now. So I I chose it because the the hypnosis was looming in the distance, even if I didn't know it then. Um, for this one, I chose a fic, and I chose the fic A Cornstalk Fiddle from episode 74. Um, from Reed's face, did Reed also choose this? I, I did. think so. <laughs> so um, done with the two of you. <laughs> Why do we whatever. do this? this? I don't think this has ever happened, though. I think normally we've been very good about picking three different ones. We I try. It's just sometimes the two of you are like weirdly in sync. We're Yeah, we're on the same bandwidth. Vibrate at our level, Nicole. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. Um, 
I chose this because I felt very entranced by this fic personally, and also it does include a sort of uh, an immortal entity. Um, I don't think the devil in this has glowing blue hypnotic eyes, um, but he could. (laughs) (laughs) True. (laughs) Yeah, no, I mean... A handshake emoji, exactly the same. I said that I was hypnotized by the story. And Johnny wasn't, like, hypnotized by the devil, but I definitely feel like he was kind of drawn in by the allure. Yeah, like, you know, it felt, like, thematically similar. Also, like, if I was really going out on a limb and drawing a parallel, like, kissing dangerous supernatural creatures that you shouldn't, it is true for both. Yes, I, I picked the same fic for pretty much the same reasons. Wonderful. Okay, well, our next superlative is fic you'd like to make worse. Um, I don't know how we all interpreted this. I interpreted it as a fic that I could make worse that would make it better. Mm. Um, I'll let you know what I mean by that. So the fic I picked was Bad Coffee and Lemon Bars by A Billion Stars. It's a haiku fic from episode 70. That was our Valentine's Day episode. And the premise of this fic is that Oikawa is a customer who has some of the worst coffee orders in history. They're very complicated. They don't sound like they would taste good. And they are driving... Oh, Iwaizumi is his name. I was like, Iwaoi, that's the ship. Iwaizumi, the barista, up the wall. He's losing his mind. So I thought, what if the coffee orders were even worse? (laughs) I don't know how you would accomplish that, and I don't know what it would do to the plot of the story. It might turn it into a murder mystery, (laughs) which could be fun, um, depending on the POV you choose, I suppose, or a thriller. Uh, If it could drive Iwaizumi to uh, an act of passion and rage. So I just thought about, yeah, if I took a fic that already had some um, extreme content about something bad that is making someone lose their mind and i thought what if it was even worse i do think it would change the genre and that felt like it qualified it for this i chose the fic richie tozier is the comeback clown from episode 77 this is technically a fic from the fandom it but it does not include the clown pennywise (laughs) true i've chosen this because i do think including the clown pennywise or clown demon, I don't know, I'm not well versed in it lore, um, would make the fic worse in a readability sense. In its clown form or in its like real form with the spider legs? Both. Mm. Um, Damn. But I think it would have made it better for me, someone who kept waiting for Pennywise to appear. Yeah, my pick was um, Gone to Ground by Marionettes, which we talked about in episode 75, which was my birthday episode. If you listen to that episode or read that fic, you might be like, why would you pick this? Because that fic is already like, <laughs> why would you? I was gonna say that fic is pretty bad. It's not. The fic is great. It's a bad situation <laughs> for the characters. Felix and Sylvain are having a horrible time. Yeah. But hear me out. In our discussion, we talked about the fact that like, if you hadn't read the tags or whatever, you might have thought that it was MCD. And like, what if it actually did go there? Host Reed, can I also pitch that we change the hair color? <laughs> no! Okay, I... <laughs> that would make it worse. Absolutely really not. Confusing. I don't know why that you think that Felix is the ginger. It's deeply upset. I made... <laughs> it's, it's in my I made brain. a spoiler without context where I edited Felix's hair to be ginger, and it was, like, viscerally upsetting to me, and the ficlets in the Discord who also played Fire Emblem were like, I hate <laughs> the this. did not like that. Yeah. <laughs> so that would make it worse, but... No one sees my vision. Oh, that would make it worse, but not in the way that I want it to. I think, like, some sort of, like, remix fic where Sylvain does die before Felix can, like, get them across the border, find their friends, and it's just, like, an absolutely miserable, wretched fic, and Felix is, like, full of his, like, self-flagellation, I would read that. I would make that fic worse. I thought it was great as is, but I would also make it worse. I respect that. That's kind of metal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Um, okay, the next superlative is most borb, but it can't be related to birds. This is a reference to a fic we did for person of interest where the main character created a Tumblr blog and became a borb fan or a bird orb, round bird. I decided to do this based on what characters in a fic I would like to cup into my hands like a little borb because I felt like they needed it. Uh, and so when I thought about that, I thought about Restitutio Ad Integrum by Ergiad SLV for The Locked Tomb from episode 74. They really go through it by the end. I'm like, oh my goodness, um, Camilla, who is like so angry and weak and struggling, but like was willing to sacrifice herself and Palamides, who is kind of giving wet cat professor. <laughs> uh, I just think they both could use like a blanket. <laughs> And so I, I cup them in my hands like borbs. Thank you. I chose the fic Bad Coffee and Lemon Bars from episode 70. Um, this is, as mentioned, the Haikyuu fic. I didn't really quite know what to do with this superlative, but this was a really like cozy, warm, round feeling fic. And also these little characters are anime lads, which I feel like offers them a roundness. And sometimes you get like the little chibi versions of them, which are <laughs> oh, yeah. really like the Borb versions of an anime character. How could you say something so controversial but so brave? That's actually more perfect than you could realize because the um, volleyball team that Hinata and Kakiyama are for, like the Karasuno team, is their like symbol is the crows. And sometimes during little transitions in the episode, they have like little animal versions. So like one wow, team, like one team is like Nekoma, their cats. So whenever they portray like the Karasuno team, they are little borbs. Um, similar to Bren, at first I didn't really know what to do with the superlative, but I was thinking about how. In the fic, Borbs were, like, deeply comforting to John, um, And so that led me to pick the fic Any Greenness is Deeper Than Anyone Knows by Desdemona Kalos, which we talked about in episode 72. Um, there are two animals. They are not Borbs. Um, there are two animals that are very present in the fic. Their names are Cat and Frog. And they're not necessarily, like, comforting to the OC main character of that fic in the same way that Borbs were comforting to John. But they were very fun to read about. And also on a more meta level, Over the Garden Wall is very comforting material to me. It is very fun to return to every fall, even though it's like kind of a weird media. Like it's not like soft and warm, but like I feel comforted by it. So I gave this fic most bored. Wonderful. Our next superlative is Cutest Couple, which we distilled down to two fics you think should hold hands. I chose Victory Condition by Astolat. Uh, for the fandom Transformers, discussed in episode 67, and Chapter 7.5 by Ion the Sparrow for the fandom The Murderbot Diaries for episode 71. And my, excuse me. Nothing. Now I get to be handshake emoji with you, Nick. Congrats, we've done it. <laughs> Same brain. <laughs> okay, my only note in all caps was robot marriage. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. My picks for this uh, superlative were Jeffrey Nullier's Man with Fedora from episode 66, which is a white collar fic, and A Field Guide to Common Birds of New York City from episode 69, I which is that. a person of interest fic. I feel like both of these just had a similar vibe. I also think of these fandoms as existing at a similar time, at least within my fandom progression. A lot of the people who I knew were fans of one, were fans of the others. I think the characters would get along well, um, and they could all hold hands while watching the Borbs in the park. Hell yeah. Yeah, I picked the same fix as Nick. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to see the robots meet. And also, like, the idea of Murderbot interacting with Optimus Prime um, is 
delightful good. and I think would send Murderbot like e- into even more of an existential crisis than it already experiences. I did not think about them holding hands in a romantic sense, but I just think the meeting of the two would be no, it's very funny. It's very funny too because like Astolat's Transformers fix are like, ooh, the robots get it on, and Murderbot's <laughs> like, I am so deeply asexual, don't come near me. Yeah, yeah. Wow, Reed, you kind of got shafted going last, huh? A little bit. <laughs> You're doing your best. I can guarantee. Do you go first this on this last one? Yeah, you can. Do you want to? Oh, sure. Go ahead, Reed. Great. We'll switch it up. Um, our last superlative is class clown, and I picked the fic dot 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 and a partridge in a pear tree by Strange Hunger, which we talked about in episode seventy-one. Um, this fic was laugh out loud funny all the way through. And Gideon was being really clownish about her own feelings, which just, like, is canonical, even though this was fully a mall AU. Um, and I think if Gideon went to a normal high school um, in a normal life, I could see her being the class clown. I could see her winning that in a yearbook. I sort of took a twist on this one. Um, my pick was for the Riverdale fan vid we talked mm. about um, called Runs in the Family. This was from my birthday episode, episode 67. It's a great video. I still think I'm this curious is to hear why you picked it vid. for this. <laughs> it's not really about the fan vid. Okay. It's about me. I am the class clown mm. in that I am a clown because I defended and believed in Riverdale for so many years. Um, and they completely betrayed me in I'm season so seven sorry. by making them one of the worst seasons of television I've ever seen. You might be saying, Greta, weren't all the seasons of Riverdale the worst seasons of television you've ever seen? No. They were excellent. They were camp. They were great. You can listen to our previous discussions about Riverdale. I had strong feelings. Seasons one through six are art, and season seven was a travesty. Um, that's what I have for you oh, today. I'm so wow. sorry. I'm so sorry, Brenda. <laughs> <laughs> that's a real bummer. Um, Fickles, I could give you like 10 guesses, and you would not correctly guess what fic I picked, because I picked it for a very uh, different reason. So the, the fic I chose was A Cornstalk Fiddle by Not Because of Victories for Devil Went Down to Georgia from episode 74, but I picked it because I went through our blooper channel and I just picked the one that I thought was funniest, and then I saw what fic it was sort of closest to in the timeline of the episode. So the spoiler I chose, or not spoiler, the blooper I chose was a failed transition, unfortunately, uh, that was titled Deviled Eggs, Devil's Sex. <laughs> Uh, wherein I tried to make a transition between, like, deviled eggs at a wedding and, like, Johnny wanting the devil's sex. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, um, I tried. I really did. Um, it was good because when I finished speaking, Brenna said, what the fuck, Nicole? <laughs> Which I really appreciated. That's how you know it's good. You're so welcome. Yeah, so that was just, I was transitioning into a cornstalk fiddle. The fic does have some humor in it, but I wouldn't refer to it as a class clown usually without these extenuating circumstances. As I mentioned in the beginning of the episode, this is the year in which we got our shit together and decided definitively what goes in this episode and what goes in the year-end. So for the past, I think, two year-end reviews, we talked about Pie in the Sky goals, but we are moving them now to the anniversary because we want to talk about all the fit click stuff in this episode. So as we sort of prepare to wrap up our anniversary episode, uh, we thought we would reflect back on our pie-in-the-sky goals that we made in 2022 and talk about pie-in-the-sky goals for the future. Bren, I feel like you would be a good one to kick off for 
our our first <laughs> pie in the sky goal from 2022. Yeah, one of our goals was new merch. Um, this is a goal that is semi-completed, semi-still a work in progress. Um, I've got some new designs, but they haven't actually been released to you all yet. So this is we've highlighted this green on our list <laughs> as completed, but um, you know, yeah. Thank you, Nicole, for changing it to yellow. Sure. I think that was you. Um, <laughs> And the cursor just says fit click because we're all locked into <laughs> fit click, I think. We are all fit um, Anyway, this did take me quite a while to get to. It's sort of one of those things. I, I feel like some of you probably experienced this as well, where you just put up too big a barricade in your mind of how hard something is going to be or how bad you're going to be at it. And then when you actually are like, I'm going to try, then it's not nearly as hard as you thought it was going to be. Um, <laughs> that's always my experience when like making creative things um i always just look down on myself um but i think we've come up with some cute cute options so hopefully we'll have those out to you soon and that's also definitely a goal of mine continuing into 2023 um to have not just these new merch options but to have some new merch rollouts throughout the year yes our next goal from last year was to hit 25,000 downloads total um i'm fucking pissed to say that we did not <laughs> Uh, I'm just, what's the point anymore, Ficklets? <laughs> I hate this and everything. That was all jokes, Ficklets. <laughs> we set some pretty ambitious goals for ourselves, I think, around downloads. Um, I do think we're actually on track to hit this by the end of the calendar year, just not the end of the Ficklet year. So technically, if we counted from our end of year, then there's still hope. Um, we're close. This has never been a numbers game to us. I think it's fun to set little milestones, but we also took quite a few um, weeks off this year. All of us have had stuff going on. We've tried to be a little bit better at giving ourselves the summer break when we need it, and also just not pushing ourselves to like totally grind into dust for this podcast. That's how we're still doing it four years later. So we do our best. Um, I think even not having hit this goal, it blows my mind how many people have clicked listen on a single episode of Fit Click. It's actually really whack. So I think for us, the numbers are fun as benchmarks, but more than anything, to me, they're a reminder of how much we've accomplished up to this point. I like how companies have fiscal years and we have the Fit Click year. <laughs> yeah, exactly. One of our pie in the sky goals that we definitively met was um, to do an in-person panel and more con panels. Okay, so very Ooh. technically... As of recording this, we have not done the in-person panel, but hopefully, as you already know by now, um, very soon we will be at Geek Girl Con in Seattle. We once again did ConfabCon, which is an online con, um, which was very fun to come back to again this year. They are doing an in-person conference, I think, in uh, our convention in Chicago in October. We're just not going to it. <laughs> oh, okay. That is good to know. I was going to say, I knew that they were in person, then they obviously moved online in 2020. So yeah, I think really nice to be able to say like, yes, we have done cons in person, or we will do one in person. We have done um, another online con this year. Um, and I know that in our anniversary feedback, Avery had said that they hope that we keep up the trend of doing a few panels, both IRL and virtual, um, because quote, so far I have had a conflict every single time and missed them all. And I want to attend one in the future. Um, and I guess it technically counts as a pie in the sky goal for next year, but like, Yes, I also hope we continue to do cons, both IRL and virtual. I know that we're going to meet at least one ficlet 
um, at GeekGirlCon. And so I am excited to hopefully have more of that in the future as well. The next thing we talked about was sort of streamlining our processes and maintaining forward momentum. There are a lot of moving parts with FitClick. Those do include social media at times. Those do include even just posting, getting an episode up, reading all the fix, discussing them, editing read, doing editing reads thing, uh, promoting, all of those things. There's a lot of moving pieces, plus the conventions that we've done, different fandom events that we'll participate in. Um, it is a lot for our little three-person team to keep up with. So one of the things that we wanted to do this last year was to kind of streamline processes wherever possible, have our schedules for ourselves, um, and just have ways to keep it moving forward without getting stuck in the cycle of, oh my gosh, did we do this thing that we needed to do? Did we accomplish this? Eh. <laughs> the show is still going. So I think to a, to a degree, that's a huge win. We've done the things that we wanted to accomplish. We have maintained some stuff. One reason that you've seen us quieter on social media is because that's a thing that we just had a really hard time streamlining amongst the three of us. Uh, we do what we can. But our main priority is always going to be to keep the show moving um, and to release episodes when we can and hopefully make them good and fun to listen to. So I think in terms of actually getting content out, scheduling ourselves quite well, scheduling in breaks when we need them, knowing what's coming up, I think we did that pretty well. I think we have regular business meetings and they're pretty productive. Uh, there's other stuff I think we can definitely improve in. So sure, we'll carry this over into next year and probably every foreseeable year of click in the future, but I feel good about where we're at with it. Our next goal was to have more feedback and engagement. I think this is one that's definitely come around very organically. Um, we do have some forms that we could utilize better. This is probably part of streamlining. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I've just been very grateful to the Ficklets who just organically have provided engagement and feedback. Um, our Discord server is as lovely and active as ever. Um, and we also have some Ficklets who email in, which we love seeing. Sometimes we are slow to respond, but we do. We read your words. Um, and then we go and post in our personal server and we go, oh, look at this email we got. Isn't this so nice? <laughs> Oh. And a week later, um, like, did you respond to that? Oh, I thought you responded yeah. to that. <laughs> um, I think also just the more years that we do this, we're able to gauge the feedback and engagement that we've gotten from various things that we try out. And now we have a better benchmark of sort of what's a baseline and what people might either not want as much of or be really vibing with based on the sort of reactions and interactions that we've gotten from folks, um, which has helped us sort of steer where FitClick is going as well. Our last pie in the sky goal um, that we talked about last year, Nick feels so passionately about that while Breno is speaking, um, <laughs> bolded, italicized, underlined, and put into bright red. Um, and it was FitClick AUs in fandom. This is like our, this is my white whale. This is my Moby Dick. <laughs> Nick, I know you had talked about wanting like fandom characters doing either kind of more or less exactly fic like of like, you know, hosting a podcast um, about like fandom or fan fiction or doing something that felt in the spirit of fic like. Like I know you had mentioned like if there are characters who are doing a sort of a post-apocalyptic investigative journalism radio podcasty type thing if people had like written that as a fic or done like an audio something um i'm sorry that nobody has done this as far as we can find um i feel like we probably would have been <laughs> so we haven't like looked very hard 
Yeah, I was going to say, um, I feel like if someone had done a FitClick fandom AU or a FitClick AU, they probably would have told us in some regard. Um, they, But maybe not. Maybe there's some hiding on AO3. I think it would be cool. Um, I think I feel less upset that we didn't meet this goal than Nick, but you know, that's okay. Oh. I have a suggestion for any ficlets that like the untamed. So remember how we did, uh, we talked about the fic, the absolutely true story of the Yiling patriarch, a manifesto in many parts, and how that's kind of like theater fic about Wei Wuxian. What if there was a fic click podcast analog in this universe where they talked about that and the hosts were, well, okay, this wouldn't really work with the junior canon. Oh, I like the juniors. I was going to say Qin Guangyao, Lan Shichen, and Mi Ming Zhui. <laughs> <laughs> the juniors is a way better idea. <laughs> That's both like canonically for like who's alive and also like for tone. I just liked the idea of Ni Mingjue being a fit click host. Yeah, no, that's really funny. <laughs> I you. like yours. I was just like, who do we have available? <laughs> yeah, that's probably. <laughs> well, I, think, I think the juniors would make a banger fanfiction <laughs> podcast. I agree. Oh, there's always next year. Speaking of next year, do we want to set a few new goals for ourselves? Either things that we think are attainable or some pie in the sky goals. <laughs> Yeah, my pie is always in the sky. Um, one of my goals for us is to discuss a Homestuck fic. I think it's time. We're a fanfiction podcast. I think we need to bite the bullet. We need to do it. We have ficlets who have offered to tell us about it. Every time they have tried, my brain has presented like a brick wall and not understood. It's like I'm a little wall and then someone tells me about Homestuck and it's like they're throwing raw egg on me, but I'm a brick wall. So it like slides off. But I'm willing and determined to give it a go. In this analogy, I feel like if I'm a brick wall and when I start, I'm like nice and shiny and new and like have a solid structure, that's me, like my baseline, very little Homestuck knowledge. The more that the ficlets tell me about Homestuck, I become a crumbly brick wall. Like I'm losing bricks. I'm losing Uh. color because for some reason, it's not even like, oh, I'm taking psychic damage. No, no, no. The more that I've learned, the less I understand. It feels, and I know they're not doing this, but it feels sometimes like- there's this like cosmic prank being pulled where they're just taking like a random word generator and they're like, yes. And then this character did, and you just, you just word jumble it and you're like, and that's canon. And I'm like, that's, there's egg on my face. Yeah. I would genuinely love to do this. I also think understanding more about Homestuck would help me understand more about the universe of the lost tomb. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So I think that'd be good for me in, in multiple ways. Um, I'm not like asking a ficlet to do this because this would be a lot of work, but if someone has a resource to point us towards in terms of learning about Homestuck, um, for example, I watched a YouTuber who did multiple explanations of the Akatar books by Sarah J. Mass, where she just told me the entire plot in like two hours. If you have something like that for Homestuck, I would genuinely be interested in watching and learning. Um, I think it'll be. I think we. I think we need to do a Homestuck fic. Okay, ficlet wedding. I. It doesn't have to happen this next year, but I want two ficlets to meet because of ficlick fall in love, and then eventually invite us to the wedding. So next year, I think we could know it's happening if two people who met because of FitClick are like, we're together now, and at the end of the year, around the anniversary, they tell us it's going really well. So that's kind of my goal right now. And then I I can officiate ficlets, just letting you know I am legally able to officiate a wedding. I haven't done it before, but how hard can it be? So just let me know. <laughs> okay, we kind of mentioned this before, but a pie-in-the-sky goal really is to host FitClick get-together. Mm-hmm. um fit click retreat 
I don't know that it will ever be able to happen just because of the sort of barriers that money and things like that present. Um, but it is a dream of mine, and I would force you all to get into the saddest ball pit in the world. Um, <laughs> that's a threat and a promise. I love you so much. <laughs> yeah, I also deeply want that. One thing that's a little bit more concrete, a little bit more podcast-focused, um, was not necessarily a pie-in-the-sky goal that we had last year, but um, something we had talked about a bunch was having guests on the pod, which we did do this year. It was very fun. We had talked about it for a while, both on and off the pod, about wanting to do guests, but also not sure exactly how we like how and where we wanted to do that. Um, and I thought it was really fun to have guests for our birthday episodes, and I'm not sure how we would want to do more guests in the future, but I do think it'd be fun for sure in our next year of Fit Clicking to have at least like one or two guest episodes. Ficklet chance. Asked a lot. Two oh. <laughs> <laughs> really different responses. I think one of the goals I have that was echoed by people who submitted to our anniversary forum was uh, a couple people said some variation of like, I hope you keep doing this as long as it is fun for you all. Um, and I hope that we continue to have fun making this pod. We have historically, we're pretty good at it. Um, I don't think any of us would be good at faking, <laughs> enjoying doing this. I might. Maybe for like an episode, but I think like when we get a couple in, yeah. if we're all just like dragging our feet, I, I think the ficklets would be able to tell. Um, I have historically very much enjoyed doing the pod. It is a very bright spot every two weeks to get on a call with my friends and laugh a whole bunch. Yeah, I can't foresee us like not enjoying continuing to do it, but you know, I'm just like carrying that energy forward into the future. Yeah. Laugh therapy is real and it works. <laughs> like confirmed. <laughs> Are you depressed? Listen to Brenna Venom, and now you're fine. (laughs) So true, actually. (laughs) I can start marketing that. (laughs) Trademark. I'll get on. What's that platform where you can like pay someone a amount of money for them to like cameo? (laughs) Thank you. But she only does them as Venom. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. No, exactly. That's what you're paying for. It's priced very reasonably. Don't worry. Well, I think there's one final thing on our to-do oh, list Christ. for this episode do we have anything else we want to say about the last year of fit click i don't No, <laughs> I, I think we should move into our last action item <laughs> oh god okay our last action item for the night <laughs> mm-hmm. which is more brenna venom <laughs> let's <Yeah>. go <laughs> she's back enjoy no. it while it's free our last item is wanho slam poetry come on uh-huh. next yeah you're on uh- the dock too Ficklets, if you're like a recent ficklet, this is going to make absolutely no sense to you. So I'm not going to give that much context because I don't think it needs it. But many, 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 many moons ago, we recorded this podcast together in person. It was a different world. <laughs> it was a different life. Um, and we were very into Wanho, K-pop soloist formerly in Monsta X. Into him in the sense that like we thought he was great. We didn't know much about him. We just were fans. I think we we arbitrarily latched onto him approximately three weeks before he became a soloist. We were like, oh, yeah. No, yeah. we built all this lore up about you. <laughs> and then we were weenies. <laughs> yeah. And we still are. <laughs> um, yes, that was also my slam poetry era. <laughs> I, did I ever leave it? Not necessarily. No. But I did, I did go to weekly poetry slams in college hmm. when I was an undergrad. So I, I did have an era for realsies. And that did naturally lead to slam poetry about the things that are meaningful to us as a podcast. 
so to close us out, I will be doing this. It's all improv, by the way. I just want the ficlets to know I didn't like prepare this. <laughs> I never do. It wouldn't be authentic anymore. Um, but a poem about love moving forward, having made it this far, and hoping to continue going for a very long time. Wanho, together we go. Together we grow. Wanting more. Made it for years. Together as a pod. Talking about Jod. <laughs> talking about all the things we need to find success. We're the best dressed. And no one would ever guess that three fools dressed as clowns could have made a show that feels like a town. Ficklets as neighbors. Episodes as streets. I'll never forget all the wonderful deets. This show isn't over. It will still go on. Like Juan Ho's abs will never be wrong. Thank you. Oh, sorry, yeah. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> I forgot about how poetry works. <laughs> how could you? One of you was supposed to yell, like, go in, poet, in the middle while snapping. What? What? Yeah, that's literally a thing. I've been to I go think, in a poet? singular yeah. slam poetry night. In my life. I've never been to one. Oh, okay. I've been to a lot. <laughs> Sorry. You're going to have to teach me. Okay. I don't know. Maybe that's like a, a thing at my institution, but. <laughs> I believe you. I have no context. Yeah. That was lovely, Nick. Thank, Thank you, you for closing out this fourth anniversary. Fick click celebration. Fick click palooza, if you will. We've had a wonderful time together this year and every year before it. And we will have a wonderful time together next year. Let's make it five. Ryan Bergara here. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of Fit Click Podcast. It's been four years, and still we haven't answered the question of Is fanfiction worthwhile? <laughs> the crux of our show. If you enjoyed listening, consider connecting with us in all of the different places we're connected. For example, you can find us on Twitter while it exists at FitClick. You can email us at fitclickpod at gmail.com. That should exist for a long time. Our Discord server, which is highly active and full of suspicious activity, is linked on our Twitter. And we hope to see you there. There's merch! <laughs> For a short time longer, please leave a review. Where can Venom? Where can they find the merch? Red Bubble, <laughs> <laughs> which is for the time being linked on our pin tweet on Twitter. R reviews can be left on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or many places where you listen to podcasts, and they do really help. This little pot crow. Thanks, unnamed ticket to ride passenger. <laughs> Hope you feel better soon. I won't. Ficklets, if you don't already know, we'll be at Geek Girl Con in Seattle. The convention is the 7th and the 8th. We hope to see you there. <laughs> the Ficklick panel will be taking place Sunday, October 8th at 2.30 p.m. We would love to see you there.
Our next episode will come out on October 13th, 2023. The fix that we are doing are the same ones that we had previously been planning on doing the episode before this. You may be familiar. Brenna Venom, what fic are you bringing? Thank you, Nick Ryan Bergara! <laughs> I am bringing No Reservations Narnia by Idonohana. This fic is a crossover between Anthony Bourdain and The Chronicles of Narnia by C.S. Lewis. Read, sad ticket to ride, passenger. What is your fic? My fic is called A Wee Monster Problem by Isis. It is for the fandom The Witch a video game. And it features the women, Siri and Ceres. And it is a case fic that I liked very much. Nicole Ryan Bergara, your fic. <laughs> My fic for next episode is a temporary fix by AO3 user Bosgood. It's for the fandom The Untamed and MDZS. And it is primarily a gen fic. Our POV character is Wen Ching, and it also features her brother, Wen Ning, and Wei Wuxian, among other characters. Well, Ficklets, happy anniversary. It's been so fun. I'll see you next time. Bye. Ficklets, if Brenna's Venom voice did not cure all your mental illnesses, we cannot help you. Bye. <laughs> oh, no. Ficklets, look for me on Cameo. Bye. <laughs>